Hello, my friends. Welcome to the How Are You Living podcast. I am your host, Nathan Chilton. I think we can all agree that life can be hard sometimes, and my hope with these podcasts is to help make it a little bit easier, providing you with information to inspire and empower you to live the life that you want. So the question that I'll ask you is, how are you living? Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're all doing well. Today's podcast is all about introducing you to the idea of getting to know what stresses your body has to deal with. And not only deal with, but have to process day in, day out. You might be thinking, why is this important? Simple answer is, if you learn to monitor and manage the amount of stress that you have to process, which is done by your nervous system, you will help develop more resilience and capacity to show up as your best self. And when I say develop, what I should really mean is tap into your innate resilience, because we are born resilient, self-regulating beings. It's when we move away from how we should be living, we start to lose our way a bit. So when I see patients, it's important for me to figure out what stressors might be having an effect on their ability to express health. And part of being healthy includes being able to heal effectively and efficiently. If we give ourselves the right environment, both internally and externally, we have an innate ability to heal. To express health is our default pattern. If it wasn't, we wouldn't have lasted very long as a race. What's happening now is that the current environment we are in isn't ideal for us to express health. This is evident with the large number of chronic illnesses we see today. Does this mean we are doomed? That we have no control? No, not at all. It's quite the opposite, actually. The choices we make every single day either help create an environment best suited for health or the opposite to that, which would be sickness and disease. A great start to figure out what stresses you're actually having to deal with day in, day out is to do a bit of an audit to see what you're dealing with. When people hear the word stress, initially they might think mental stress, and that is exactly right. This is one area that does cause a lot of stress, especially emotional stress. So when I speak with patients, it's important for me to know where they are right this moment in time, because that's where the start of their healing journey will begin. So during that initial consultation and examination, I need to figure out the three T's of what that person in front of me might be dealing with in regards to stressors. So the three T's cover trauma, toxins, and thoughts. So trauma counts for physical stress. So when you hear the word physical stress, you probably think accidents, falls, trips, sport and injuries. But this also includes posture. And posture is probably one of the biggest physical traumas we see day in, day out, because posture is how that body moves and navigates through life, whether it be sitting, lying down, standing, walking. So if you're putting a lot of physical stress through poor posture on your life 24-7, that adds a huge amount that your nervous system has to process. And the second T is toxins. So that's the chemical stress that your body has to process. So we've got food, drink, water or lack of water and all the household products that you might experience day to day, um, cleaning, soap, shampoo, um, makeup, aftershave, deodorant. All those things have chemicals in that our body would have to detoxify against. So The common ones of smoking and drinking, people seem to know them, but even myself, who has quite a broad knowledge of health and 
what toxins our body has to digest. It hasn't really been since I've investigated nutrition and diet over these past few months that the amount of chemicals we ingest is insane. It's mind-blowing, in fact. And that's one reason um, why I've actually changed to a, a plant-based, whole food, organic um, diet in the, in the hope that it can help create a better environment internally for me to heal what's going on with me at the moment. And then the, the third T is thoughts. So this is your mental and emotional stress. All of those stresses that I've just mentioned are important. You can't neglect one. If you do, you're not looking at yourself as a whole. So when you're trying to improve the quality of your life, it's a must that you look at all those stresses that might be having an effect on your health. That said, emotional stress does play a massive role. This is because your emotions and your nervous system go hand in hand. So if you get good at managing your emotions, this will have such a positive impact on the rest of your life. I personally think that work on the health of your mind and your, and your emotions is the foundation to good health. Up until a few years ago, this is something I had neglected. I was focusing too much on the physical aspects of health ignoring the damaging effects of chemical and emotional stress and that chemical side is is one area that I'm hoping my new diet is going to help address and create a better internal environment so I believe that me neglecting the emotional stress and the chemical stress has had a lot to do with my decade of health issues with this bone tumor in my pelvis and now the the spread to the lungs so when I'm speaking with patients it's so important for me to find out all this information what stresses are people having to deal with? If someone is dealing and processing with high levels of stress, which is one of the many jobs of the nervous system, they're going to heal very differently to someone who isn't. I just want to say here, I know health can be overwhelming. It really doesn't have to be. In essence, to live a healthy life, it's quite simple, yet it seems to be not very easy for a lot of us. The thoughts of making changes can be sometimes stressful in themselves, and you paralyse yourself before you've even made a start. You might start to be looking too far ahead and you're not seeing or feeling the results straight away, but you need to be patient. Like everything in life, it takes time. There isn't one process in this world that doesn't take time. And it's important to remember that given the right environment, your body does have the ability to adapt and change. That is so empowering. We have so much more control over our health and well-being that we are led to believe. And I think that people believing that they have very little or no control over their health is so, so dangerous. It makes it very easy for people to give up their responsibility, especially with the notion that it's all in our genes and it was going to happen anyway. Then through a self-fulfilling prophecy, or more like a, an environment better suited for disease rather than health, the reality of the deadly gene comes to life. Don't get me wrong, there are some issues that are genetic and no matter what the environment that gene is in, that gene would still express whatever that gene wanted to. The figure, however, is very small and it's around 5-10%. to 10%. This is such good news though. It basically means that we have way more control over our health and that it is our environment that dictates our health, not just the genes by themselves. That in fact our health isn't written in the stars or in our genes it has a huge amount to do with the choices we make day in, day out. Some of you might be asking yourself, well, my mother or father had a heart problem, now I have a heart problem. A question that you can ask yourself, is it that our genes are the same? Well, yes, they very likely are if it's your biological parent, but is the environment that you live in the same? 
The three T's checklist of what stresses are in your environment might help you out here. What physical, emotional and chemical stresses are you having to process and deal with day in, day out that might have been similar to your parents, for example? Your current state of health or lack of health is a reflection of all the choices you have made up until this point. It can be a difficult pill to swallow, but it is necessary. It helps to empower you to make the changes that you need or want to make. I know when I look back on my life and the choices I have made, it is evident that they have contributed to my health issues. It would have been impossible for them not to. As much as I have the utmost respect for our medicine and the services we have here in the UK, it is not healthcare. You have to be sick to enter the system and when you come out the other side, you might be alive but not necessarily any healthier. And for me to be told no matter what I would have done, All the issues with my tumours would have happened anyway is a very dangerous misconception to be telling patients, especially as hard evidence is suggesting otherwise. That lifestyle plays a huge role on the body's ability to express health. When my mother had breast cancer, I remember looking and researching the survival and reoccurrence rates. And it makes sense that if you remove a tumour and the host of that tumour doesn't change anything in their environment, where that tumour first developed, there's a pretty big chance that it will return. Why wouldn't it? Luckily, my mum made a lot of changes and it didn't come back for 14 years. And then there's no coincidence that it came back this year during what must have been the most stressful time of her life, emotionally. A point to make here is that everything affects everything when you're dealing with the body. As humans, we aren't a collection of individual systems working separately everything affects everything. If you want to make a change, you have to bear this in mind. It has taken, say, 30, 40 or 50 years or even longer to create whatever state of health you're in at this moment in time. It is naturally going to take time to create change. You need to have a plan. You need to be patient and persistent, but it's never too late. The human body is an incredible piece of work. When making changes, some people can do a little and build on it and others are all in. I am the latter on that list. I am the all-in kind of person. For me, I think it's a great way to be when it comes to changing health, especially when you're looking for drastic healing results. You have a clear goal. Everything that is in your power, you must take control over it. And that will help to point you and put you in the direction of your goal. Everything else that doesn't serve you, you can forget about it. That's what I found when changing to a whole food, organic plant-based diet. The aim of this drastic diet change was to massively reduce the chemical stress my body has had to deal with. Something that over the past decade, as I mentioned, is something that I hadn't really paid much attention to. With the amount of toxins in food, it is an area that I can take control over. I'm a month in now and feeling great. I'm missing meat a little bit, but I'm not not going to have it ever again. I'm just giving myself a good window of 6 to 12 months to create an optimum environment to heal. When I do go back to meat though, it will be on the odd occasion and only really organic farmed local produce. If you take drastic change, you can create some incredible results. If that sounds too overwhelming though, you can always start small, but you have to be consistent. And then circling back to the three T's of trauma, toxins and thoughts, ask yourself, how can you improve just one area of each? So for example, for trauma, it could be a better sleeping posture or mattress. For toxins, it could be drink more water, stop drinking alcohol. 
And then for the emotional stress, it could be start to journal, meditate, or reach out to a therapist. And then when you get comfortable with those changes that you've made, you can go ahead and make some more in each of the areas. We've got to treat life as an infinite game. You don't want to get to the end too quick because we all know what that would mean. We want to live a long and healthy life. We need to learn to enjoy the process. Something that we hear a lot, but I think we all really need to embrace it. Asking yourself how you are living and reflecting regularly and making the necessary changes and choices to best serve you is what it's all about. We are all human though, and yes, we will all make choices that don't serve as well. We've all been there and we will continue to be there to the end of time, but we just need to make sure that the ratio is more in the favour of the choices and decisions that serve us well. And remember to show ourselves love and compassion for the times that we are struggling. And remember to give yourself a pat on the back for the times you are smashing it. I really hope you enjoyed the episode. If you haven't already, please subscribe, leave a review and share to your friends and family to help them on their health journey. Your support is very much appreciated. And I'm going to leave you with one question. How are you living?